This episode is sponsored by Paradise Co. For t-shirts and beanie hats, visit paradiseco.uk and use the promo code GTS2020 to get 10% off. You're listening to another episode of the Get The Shot podcast. Don't forget you can follow us on social media, on Instagram at Get The Shot podcast and on Twitter at GTS underscore podcast. Now, without further ado, on with the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Get The Shot podcast, episode number 14, with your host, Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. Billy at BFH2K. And John Willis at JRE Willis. Yes, so welcome back, guys. I can't believe we're on episode 14. It's, it's been a whirlwind. Um, so, yeah, we're, get, we're kicking off the next episode, and this one's quite an interesting one, if I do say myself. Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to give you a bit, a tiny rundown of the first two items. Go ahead. Yes, so we're going to be talking about is it worth protecting your work with a a watermark, you know, the point behind it, originality and that sort of linking in. We're also going to talk about finally something that Billy has been talking about doing for absolutely an eternity, making a website (sighs) and the purpose behind them. So Adobe portfolio, uh, 500 picks, if anyone uses that anymore, um, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll leave the rest as we trickle down the, I guess the river of podcasting, I guess. So uh, we'll jump straight in. Should you podcast, should you podcast, (laughs) should you watermark your work? Open it up. Go okay. Um, well, do any of us watermark our no. work? No. No. Now, let's talk about Used what to. the point, like who, <coughs> just thinking about it, would watermark work. Oh, yes. It would be someone that is trying to show you the photos before you sell them at work. If, yes. if they want to so see proof. A, a proof of a photo yeah. before we put it on the canvas, mm-hmm. we'll massively watermark it and then send it over. Are there anyone else that would be doing that? So the other thing is, is... I suppose it's what type of watermark you're thinking of. So for you, you yeah. might be saying like I'm proof a big one. or whatever, or, you know, like... But there are a lot of people like that do the ones. Like how the movies do yeah. it on the, the, the version that shouldn't go out to the public. Yeah, there's a lot of people that do perhaps the just do ones. their little logo at the bottom. Which is um, cute. But and it's almost like a bit of a branding thing. Yeah. Some people do it like an Easter egg where like it's it's somewhere on the photo and you, <laughs> you can't, can't find physically it. get away with it. Like that. So it's actually quite clever. <laughs> but I think in, in the modern day age, and I think this is the thing, is... I've I sort of said like is there any point? Well, because yeah. you know generally if it's just a a small watermark, yeah, I'm not entirely sure that there's any point because I used to think it was good for character because I used to put my if you've ever if I've if you've ever had an email from me I think I've sent you something yeah before. probably you've seen that I've got a, a calligraphy at the, Josh b- at the bottom yeah yeah um, calligraphy and I and that was custom designed for me on Fiverr um and I used to think it was nice because it was like a tiny little almost like capsule of you know it's this personal. is me and this is me it's, it's almost like you're signing a letter yeah so the photo is the contents and the letter the signature is the end of the yeah letter. so there's um there's a company uh i can't actually remember what their bloody name is now but there's a, a company called like i think it's like photo watermark or something it's always yeah. advertised on instagram yeah. always um, i used to get loads for and it's well. it's where for i don't know twenty dollars or something they'll <laughs> sort of um design you a custom signature for your work yeah um, like mine essentially yeah. Yeah, yeah. good for that as well and they'll well yeah and they'll do it but the thing is is that i suppose it kind of links in a little bit with our, our sort of post about is there any point in terms of if everyone has them then does it kind of make you the same as everyone anyway yeah yeah it makes you a bit irrelevant that's why i put the why i put the note here about originality yeah because if 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 we're talking somebody who wants to get into instagram 
um maybe for example like someone like you your, like one of your friends copied you buying a dslr um and basically <coughs> repeating the same things like we've all got people who like to repeat each other they feel comfortable knowing someone yeah. else has done it before them so yeah. they haven't jumped into it themselves yeah so i'll give you a good example of this um i have um one of my wife's old colleagues uh started doing photography you've got many wives or <laughs> <laughs> very good uh, yeah so my wife's Triggered. old colleague um because she's just starting a new job um she uh she said like he's doing a bit of photography but he's you know he's not that sure what he should do and stuff like that and i said well he's in that middle ground you know i said well get him to come over and i'll have a chat with him and you know i'm not of saying course. i'm an expert by any stretch but what no. i will do is Look i'll give him a few pro. pointers and stuff yeah. you know i don't think anyone should be an expert no, no, should no. Be, well, everyone's learning the caption's always learning yeah yeah so mm. and i i Bought him over, and obviously he was like, "Well, I've got this nice um, at the time. It still is, you know, a decent camera. It was, I think, it was like a Nikon D seven thousand one hundred or nice. something. You know, quite a nice camera, uh, sort of a, a mid-level uh, yeah. APS-C digital That's SLR. Nice. Yeah, nice. And uh, I said to him, I said, "What do you use to edit your photos?" And he was like, oh, "I just do them on my phone." So obviously Joshua, you know, and this is at the time when Snapseed I was very, very new. Phones. Yeah, uh, yeah. We should do a video podcast so we can just yeah. see Billy roll her eyes every time we say mobile editing. We should just make a gif of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, photo memes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and I said, um, okay, photo Snapseed memes. will work okay. Like it's it's all right. But obviously, Snapseed has things like frames, and yeah. you can do like text over it in like things and stuff. I like, like that. that kind of thing. It's okay, but obviously, what one thing I've noticed is that over a period of time, if I look back on my work over the last three, four, five years my work has transitioned yeah so the style of how i present my work has changed and i think the thing is is some people just carry on doing that same style yeah yeah and some people don't they don't perhaps recognize that maybe that's if they don't look at a lot of other people's work maybe maybe they don't mm. always see that that style's changing so i think it is hard and particularly if you are trying to do it on a budget yes. sometimes you feel like well, that app's free, and I know that th that app will do this, and this yeah. is my watermark because it's in the app or whatever, you know. And it can be quite hard. It's, um, it's, it's simple as, like, I don't think, I don't know how many people actually really know <coughs> this, but you can just simply put it in Lightroom as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Lightroom will just, yeah. you just yeah. tell it in a setting, it'll just yeah. slam it on for it'll you. It'll slam it on the corner. Or At uni as well, like, a massive unit was um, business, and you had it for, like, the whole five years, every year you had Jeez. to do business, which means every year uni, you had yeah. to make a new logo. Mm. didn't matter you, you had to make a new one mm. uh, the last year was really important because you had to collaborate with someone in your class on making a new logo because right. i was finishing uh, an art idea. degree so it wasn't a photography degree it was an art degree so you had to i linked up with one of my friends um and he made me like all my current work but then it's like okay i well back when i first started yes i'd be watermarking but now there's not really a need yeah is like your logo just kind of for you back when i first started the business course everyone Pleasing every yourself, yeah. every female photographer wanted the squiggly like calligraphy yeah, yeah. um yeah. watercolor <laughs> you know mm. rose gold you know gold Billy's going down that different yeah. path that's not i wasn't many. that human but um <laughs> yeah I, d I think it's i think it's nice to be able to show you style with a logo i think you yeah. only watermark if you're gonna use it for so business purposes yes yeah, so it's interesting so like my current sort of branding i suppose if you like is sort of blue 
not mm. because it's stereotypically male, but not it's, like it's an outline of a head. Um, and still people think and actually, you're a guy. Well, it's <laughs> interesting because a few people, when I redid my logo and stuff, a few people messaged me and went, is it your head? And I went, it's not I, just, my, I said, me too. Not my head. I thought <laughs> yeah. it was yours. Quite a few people messaged me. I went, it's not, it. not just, my just head. Just roll with it. Just roll with it. And I was like, yeah, it's my head. It's a great head. To be fair, there's you that's like, oh, people think it's my head. Should I play to it? Or yeah. should I, or should I, oh, you know, ha- uh, allow you to have that ego moment, which yeah. everyone likes. Let's be I've honest. got a really nice head side profile. <laughs> so, let's move on swiftly. So, yeah, so I did that. And then I, I've sort of changed over the period of, you know, a number of years. But watermarking is something I've never really, I did it briefly in about 2016. Mm. But what I've realized is that, because I used to do like copyright John Willis photography 2016. I think I saw that. Yeah. Like, and to be I, honest, I did, I know people it's say it's weird. a little I've, bit. I've gone, I, I have swiped up to your page a bit. Yeah. It's a bit of a taboo thing. I had a bit of a stalk. It's a bit of a stalk. Looked at how I've, shit I've I was. I think I've done it to everyone that I know. There we go. He stalks a lot. There you go. Stalks everyone. Hey, if you, if you don't, Josh I think you know someone better, someone's photography better if you go back and check their previous yeah. stuff. Yeah. That's why I keep all my stuff just to make sure. Yeah. But yeah, watermarking mm. I think is only relevant if you're in a business circumstance <coughs> and you don't want someone to steal your images. It's more um, of a professional thing than a, than a hobbyist thing then. Yeah. So is it, I suppose the argument when we talked about originality, mm. because there are these trends that go through, particularly with social media, um, you know, these adverts pop up and people go, oh, for, for a fiver, you can have your own logo, but yeah. it's not your own logo. It's the it same as everyone else's. It's the same one, which changed the name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And there's quite a few people that go through, and I think we're all influenced by people and we're all influenced by like, how logos are there? So we uh, want you to know, build our own brand. Every, every, yeah. I think I think it's a very addictive thing to want to build your own brand. Yeah. Because you you sp- uh, Billy spoke on many occasions about building your brand, building your website. You get hyped up by all these things, and then one small thing can knock you down. Yeah. So I mean, like I running out of money. <laughs> let's be honest here. Building the brand isn't the be to end all, but I get the point of the right use of it because there's a right use and there's a wrong use, and the wrong use is. Just doing it on any hobbyist's work, let's be honest. Yeah, and I think branding... You're right there, guys. <laughs> branding is important. Um, it was just the be-all to end-all. Oh, I like, no, it's oh. more like John was creasing and then went, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> well, I, say be- I, I can bring be- it back. I'm professional. I'm I like a pro. Be-all to end-all because... Because it, it really is. I was laughing it? at him laughing too much. Hey, I don't use words for the sake of it, guys. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, look, I'm, not, I'm not a wordist. I got know. Jimmy Carla. Oh, Jimmy Carla. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, I think it's having that originality is hard. Mm. It is hard because What are you people, saying? I'm original. No, I think... The, <laughs> no, I'm joking. The, the, the problem is, is that people... Hit the head against a brick wall. Yeah, people see what works <laughs> and yeah. then they do try to imitate that. It's moving Watermarking. Casey wa- Neistat was see, a big one for a if, lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. you know, the blogging, the blogging style. I did it. Of, yeah, <laughs> I copied of, him as well. Of Casey Neistat became. I even did a. F- the post they, Yeah, people even did videos of how to vlog like Casey. You know, it's Sarah like, For yeah. a future episode, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah. So definitely. <coughs> so, yeah, so um, it is interesting because uh, I think. It, it sort of it highlights to me if people watermark an image because they think that's going to protect it from being stolen. Yeah, I think in this day and age, with how very clever creative Phil is, uh, not creative Phil, sorry, content aware Phil in Photoshop. Yes, I can pretty much highlight if you, I don't know, Billy put a logo or whatever on a corner of a photo in a field or you know, yeah. a portrait or whatever. I could pretty Easily much done. highlight it. I Alt- think this Alt- all the shift, time. Uh, Alt- yeah. Alt- 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 Alt-
people just crop it out? Yeah. You know? Do you know what? I've actually seen people um, on Facebook. Well. They have the Wink Photography massive, you know, mm-hmm. bit on it, but they still post it on Facebook because they literally have no morals. Um, and they're probably from Erdington, you know, and they just <laughs> they don't mind. Like they don't mind. Yeah. Everyone just seeing the fact they haven't bought that photo. Mm. They're just using it, you know. Well, it's quite. You see quite a few people, you know, when they have like um, a makeover day and yeah. they go for a studio thing, and then they have a makeover. Go School and have photos a studio, are a good example. And then they take a photo of the computer screen yeah. in God. in oh, the studio the and post no, it. And I'm like, oh, okay, the well, pain. you know, if you don't if you don't want decent quality photos, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like those absolute. Uh, I'll be blame with the words, asses that will go to theme parks oh, and, that was, that was hard and, and try and take Josh. a photo. Oh, a photo of, of the, the ride photo. Like, yeah, what you're doing there is just discredit- discrediting all the technology, all the staff that put that hard work in at the end to get the photos through. Definitely. I know they're only pressing a few buttons, but there is a bit more process. Those, those high I'm quality log bloom photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They the always, though, they always have the most brilliant lighting, <laughs> don't they, Josh? Though, if, if you really value the photo enough, you will You'll buy, buy it. it. Yeah. yeah. And I have, I've still got photos from like air and stuff when I was, you know, 10, oh. 10 years ago or whatever. Yeah. And it's, back. you know, I look at it and I'm going, geez, I had a lot less wrinkles. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah. Photos from Roy's and I have four. <laughs> Moving forward, we're going to talk about my favourite subject. Websites. Websites. She's been geeking all over it. I have, I have, and I think I have come to a conclusion. Um, So you guys have wrote down some that I don't exactly know, so I don't know Pixie Set, and I don't know so 500 Pixie. So what, shall, I sta- shall I start us off with the first couple? So Adobe Portfolio. Yeah, the one that you use, correct? So this is the one I use for my photography website. Yes. So if you're interested, John Willis, Dot Photography. Just plugging himself constantly. Yeah, and uh, it is interesting because... Uh, I used to have an Adobe portfolio. I use, I use Adobe portfolio, and I say the only reason I really use it is because... It comes with it. It comes with my Adobe subscription. Yeah. And it's, like, it's minimal effort, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's, it's more, and I'll tell you why, so it's the workflow um, works really well because I, I ma- now mainly edit in Adobe Creative Cloud... Mm. The new version. I've now joined into. Yeah, that. Uh, I'm actually still behind. I quite enjoy. Like, I, 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 without sounding rude, like I was, I was very ignorant. I think to the fact that, like, you was like, it makes sense to do it all in one. You don't know until you try it. Yeah. It makes makes sense. But yeah, so Adobe Portfolio, I've definitely tried, and I liked it. <laughs> um, you can add your own domain onto it, but I never did. And then I moved over very to um, I know, I think I was just young. I then moved over to um, Squarespace oh and gosh. I got the student discount. Was, it was, was that because every video you watched on YouTube was con- sponsored by yeah. Squarespace? <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like yeah. Everybody I think wants Adobe you to Portfolio have it, was good. I keep saying, I feel like I keep talking about college and uni, but no, sorry. I'm not rubbing it in. It was I'll, awful. I'll honest, I um, <laughs> no, um, when uh, having a portfolio online was kind of the part of business unit. Good job it didn't cost unit. much money, it? My sister's fifty four that's not talk. Ooh. Looking at it now, I actually think that I've, I've looked at Squarespace and I don't think it's all it's all what it's cracked up to be. It was I really enjoyed Squarespace. I know for a, a lot fact of that Gaz uses it on his website. I have and had it does one. Look good, I've had one. So before I moved to Adobe Portfolio, I used Squarespace. Mm. Yeah. Uh for a little bit. Um I think they all have benefits. And they do. In terms of uh discussing all the ins and outs of every every possible one that that episode could be really long and actually probably quite boring for a lot I'm of people yeah, but i think adobe portfolio is popular because it comes with a subscription you already have it's, it's like easy you to feel make. like you've got to use it because you've Throw been it given it. because you've already got albums and creative cloud you can just go 
add a gallery from this album, Bosch, you know, you know done. What it is? It's like yeah. ecosystem. It's the same thing yeah, for yeah. all the companies. Yeah. They've got you locked in. They're like, yeah. oh, make it easy, this, that. Yeah. Now, Pixie Set, I'll briefly touch on. Yeah. I've heard of them, but I'm not Now, Pixie Set, I used, and I'll tell you why I use this, because when I actually started doing a few events and I was actually starting to get paid, yeah. uh, I realised that clients probably wanted delivery of the images yes. through a platform. Like a web- yeah, like a right? website. And yeah, I yeah. thought like, oh, well, I can't be asked to set something up. <laughs> so Pixie Set was about, I think it was about 100 quid a year, maybe, okay. something like that. That's and that gave you like basically, I think it was like 100 gig of storage or something, which is plenty for, you just roll your sets on and off as and when, you know, you say, well, they're going to be on there for six months or a year or whatever. And Considering they're going to be fine. JPEGs and not yeah, rolls, exactly. so that changes the and, there, yeah. And then what, what basically happened from that was you had the option to sort of set up like your albums and your... Um, your password protected stuff and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff but more importantly was it really beautifully presented them yeah. so you'd have like a wedding album where it'd have a cover image and then when you clicked it it swiped up beautifully so on its own it looked really nice website. yeah it was a proper like um i suppose like fluid website HTML you know yeah, yeah it was really nice and it worked really well it's you didn't need flash well you didn't now. need any of that stuff it was all really nice it was very very well put together and the nice thing was is people could buy prints of your photos directly through your website you could set the costings. Mm. So you could say, right, well, a 7 by 5 print or a 10 by 8 print is going to cost you this much. You knew that through Loxy Colour, who they used in the UK, you knew that that print was going to cost you, at a cost price for me, was going to cost me, I don't know, 58 pence. So and I could say, right, these? so they print it on oh, my and behalf send it. and they send it directly to them. So yeah. what I do, though, is I know that I'm going to have to pay them or I'm going to be invoiced by them, say, 58 pence a print or a pound a print or whatever. But I charge the customer a tenner a photo or whatever, Yeah. yeah. you know, whatever it might be. Um, and at that point, obviously, yeah, um, yeah, you have a significant markup, but it means that all the printing and shipping and all that crap I didn't have to do. Yeah, yeah, which that's just so handy. Hugely beneficial if you're doing a lot of stuff. And safe. It is um, safe. It means that you're only printing stuff yeah. when the payment's been processed. Yeah. Um, they accept PayPal. They accept Stripe. They accept all sorts. You know, whatever it might be. That's good. Um, and you know, now I'm sure that now, uh, having looked a few a few months ago, they introduced um like Apple Pay and stuff like that on the oh, mobile site. Oh, nice. So you could do all that sort of stuff, and I'm sure it'll be like G Pay and all that stuff and Samsung Pay. Well, or that's whatever. the thing, isn't it? I think the w- <coughs> if you're, if you're gonna sell stuff on the website, I think the one the one main thing you do is that you accept as much payment options as possible. Yeah, definitely. Don't limit yourself. Like, and I think we had this conversation recently. Hello, Anchor. You may not be listening, but uh, if they're going to launch their sponsorship stuff in the UK, which they should, they shouldn't use Stripe because oh, Stripe no. is not used use here in PayPal. the UK. PayPal, you, PayPal, or even Apple Pay. For PayPal's that everything. Like... Well, not Apple Pay. You can't pay through that. No. You can't pay someone to. I mean, just well, PayPal or Yeah, but anyway, but I think this With is the merch. thing. You know, you want you want to make your platform as accessible to everyone as possible, and you want your website to work seamlessly to take some yeah. workload off yeah. you. So that means so Pixie Set's really good for like. Business, business. Yeah. yeah, definitely, um, and that's worth a shot. And then format, I definitely tried out. I've heard uh, of formats. it's an American uh, ran site, so it's all like dollars. It's and in dollars, yeah. And um, that's really, I found yeah. that was really easy to use. Um, you kind of just put, shoved your photos in whatever it wanted. Was it was it similar to Adobe Portfolio in that sense? That yeah. it was like create yeah. a page. It was ridiculously close. I know yeah, people. Definitely. I know people who have used Format. And I, I think we spoke about the fact that you use Format and you were you were in between with them. If you're not really into like I am, um, kind of shifting everything around the page and having to work out. So you want it to do a where, design yeah, for you, fluid. effectively. That's, then that's really good. Like, but um, the only thing that like kind of deterred me was their like monthly and yearly plans. Obviously, money comes into a lot of this. Oh, yes. Like the annual plans that they had I suppose just weren't 
it depends Amazing. how much you make. Yes. In, in the grand yeah. scheme of things, well, I, yeah, I would definitely. say that you it's know, easy to say making, you're going to make a website, but if yeah. it's if that website's costing you X amount of money, it, you got you got to factor in the fact you, if you want the domain, yeah. that's going to cost you probably what ten yeah. or fifteen. I mean, I have a, a domain that I accidentally bought, so. and the subscription will be more expensive. I mean, just just Wix alone, I know um, charge you and Weebly as well that I use. They charge you just to use the domain. Yeah. I, I luckily got grandfathered in before that happened, so yeah, yeah. I didn't have to pay for that. But if I remove it, I lose that privilege. Mm. Yeah, and I think it, it is interesting. There's there's lots of different platforms for websites. Yeah, um, and there there's are a lots lot of, of things that you could go through. And uh, obviously, like Billy, you've used Format. I've used Adobe Portfolio. I've used Pixieset for a little bit. Used I've Weebly. used uh, Squarespace. I moved away from Squarespace because of the cost. Yeah, uh, that exactly that was, why I moved. So I started though. on Pixieset thinking this is good. I'm going to make a fortune, and then realised that actually I didn't really have the time to do a lot yeah. of events yeah. and stuff. And then uh, moved to Squarespace thinking, well, I've seen it on all the YouTube adverts. Student discount on Squarespace is really good as well. Yeah. I got it for like 120, which is, I know it sounds like a lot. I think that's what I paid um, for a but year. But yeah, 120 like was good. It but frightens then people when the price I'm not a student, it's year. a lot now. Because a lot of them now, they want you to pay up front for the full year. It's the same thing with VPNs as well. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. you to pay up for three years. I don't want to pay three years ahead. I might yeah. not need it in a yeah. year or something. I mean, you're that's a whole other conversation. With VPNs, you're probably more likely to need it in three years' time. But, but the thing anyway. is, though, I want to use it for Netflix, so I don't need it for anything else. Um, <laughs> probably shouldn't have said that. But <coughs> Cheapskate. Cheapskate. <laughs> hey, needs must. American Netflix. Um, but I, I, I think the point of like the annual subscription is interesting because they, they, yeah. get, they lock you in yeah. and then you feel guilty if you don't do it. It's like with... It's kind um, of like car insurance. Well, it's Pure Gym have got the gear for say, the students. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It's, it's exactly the same principle, isn't it? Is yeah. All of these platforms try to say... By year, because you basically get two months free. It's cheaper. It's yeah. cheaper. But what they do is they do exactly the same thing that gyms do in January, where they go, join now, lose weight, stop being so fat. <laughs> no, and, no, are no, you going to be no, using no, Yeah, and 75% of people go to the gym for January. They make a lot of and money And then they bugger January. off. Yeah. And, you know, if you speak to people that regularly go to the gym. They and bank I mean on people, people that, not yeah, going. And I, I talk about people that go to the gym because they actually want to go to the gym. Yeah. yeah. And they go all year round. And people. then these people, like me, last year, where I turned up for the first three weeks and then decided <laughs> yeah. to go, I don't like the gym, so I'm just going to, I've made the payments. Well, I've got no so I must be fitter. Because, yeah. because I've now got all week to go gym and go Aquafit and my mum is kicking my butt. So I'm going with her to sessions. Fair I enough. think that's, I think that's the thing. It links in with a lot of things. You want someone to mirror image with. Yeah. So yeah. like when I was looking at moving away from Weebly, which I still haven't done yet, um, because so, it's because so that can't find of like, like. So how much does Weebly cost you a year? Nothing. Because I'm, I'm, my domain was grandfathered in. I still have the create a free website at the bottom. Okay. But I have um, one-on-one Ionos for my... For your domain. Um, which I can't speak highly enough about them. Got, Their customer I, I, service has been good when I've used them as well. To be I've fair. got a personal advisor. I can just immediately phone call, which is brilliant. You get everyone gets one of them, and mm. they work around you. They don't work for the company; they work around you. Well, I mean, they obviously work for the company, but they're for you. And the thing that like GoDaddy, I hated about, I had GoDaddy because everyone like you say, yeah, 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 yeah. That's oh, what yeah. um, GoDaddy Paradise is made on. GoDaddy. Yeah. Well, it's, it's I have a to big say, domain seller. Tandy GoDaddy are the single most terrible company on the planet we are, i've had really good their customer no, um, uh, their customer service was great for a little while but then i started getting really peeved off with the fact that the website kept going down they said they got 99.9 percent blah 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 you know all okay. that okay i've ball, never ball. had a problem I but everyone has a different experience well that's that kind of links in with another part of websites is yes. looking at like uptime and stuff like that yes. now you know i think the latest the statistic i'm sure was uh they've just synchronized drink on me that's what they've done i didn't know um, happening there. so the, the, the thing that the thing that makes me laugh is um 
the the att- attention span that people have on a website is very very low. Yes. In terms of, I think this the latest statistic was something like uh, if a web page does not load in less than two seconds, people just bugger off and go somewhere else. Yeah, because you just kind of forget. Yeah. We live in a world where it's just so easy just I'll to just kind go of somewhere click else. off. Or I'll just you. go back and go to the next search result. You know, it's if you type photographers in Birmingham and the first link in the in the Google search doesn't load within the first five Press seconds because the they've put you you know, annoyed, yeah. a 35 meg JPEG on the front page. <laughs> well, ultimately, they're just going to go back, next one. Yeah. And that's it. And that's that's how fickle people are, unfortunately. Unless they're it's like YouTube, but the first five you. seconds is where, yeah. where people will stay or go. Yeah. Um, you know, YouTube retention... Uh, statistics are quite useful for that where you, you can start to look at things like uh, average view length yeah. so how long people stay in a video for and like I'm actually quite pleased that a couple of my videos that I put up that are 10 minutes people have watched on average to 6 minutes in that's I'm good. like that's really good because mm-hmm. you like, might you yeah. might just be filling in the last few minutes you never exactly. know exactly you know so it's those sorts of things so we've it, talked about yeah. Adobe portfolio we've talked about pixie set we've talked about format um, I know you've talked about Wix Briefly in terms Wix is of who I'm going with, BT Dubs. So you're so you're using well, Wix, or you think you're going to? Yeah, I'm still. It's January. I'm broke. You've got Webflow as well, <laughs> potentially. Who my cousin works for. Do you know? For um, <laughs> it was between like Adobe Portfolio and, and Wix, and I'm still kind of sitting on it. But Wix, what I really liked was I know I just complained about having to put things like I like just being able to just shove things on the paper. Uh, on a page. Wix is good for but that. But Wix, I'm not doing that. I'm like actually moving stuff around. Moving stuff around. Yeah. That's what it's I like so about Weebly. Easy. Weebly's like, like that as well. It's just so easy. I do like the fact that, you know, Adobe still has a lot of templates and stuff really like that. Really customizable as yeah, well. Yeah. But I think Adobe's designed to be a very easy solution. Yeah. I'm making um, it a little bit harder for myself. If I'm going to put a lot of money yeah. in, I'm going to make it exactly but how I But I suppose want. for me, yeah. I'm not p- the only thing I'm paying for on Adobe Portfolio now is my domain name, which I would pay for anyway. Yeah. So how much does that cost you then with that? It's about 12 or 15 quid a year. Okay. I think I bought mine which just basically off the domain. I'm not paying mm. to use the domain. I'm just paying oh, yeah, my yeah. domain charge. Mm. Um, on and, top of your subscription fee, obviously. Yeah, my subscription obviously is um I pay 16 pound a month. I think for they off they do there's these with, with the name system or do Name domain uh, names. You can use whoever you want. It doesn't matter. Uh, so I mine is through one and one. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. And I thought I just, you. I thought I just, you bought the domain with no, no, Adobe no, because no. you can buy. They've got a partner. They have, attached uh, but it was dearer. So I. Yeah. And and I also wanted a dot photography domain, which at the time I thought was really good. Actually, I still quite like it, and it is good on business I've cards. Just <laughs> kept it simple. Dot com. Because dot com's most mm. most recognisable. The, the, the I can't have dot com because somebody else has already got it. Ah, oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Rude. Yeah. Rude. I hope they're listening. There's a man. There's a man in Kent. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I think it's. I think there's a point to make actually about you know about retention on websites and obviously you, you, we said about YouTube and stuff. Mm. Um. I, I I told you guys something about. Uh, I told you guys about something earlier called Hotjar. Um. Look it up. Um. If you guys want to. But the way it works is. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why I asked John with the portfolio stuff. If you can put code into your footer and stuff like that. I think you can. I'm not 100% sure because I was looking around for a yeah. while. And uh, the idea of that is it has a little, um, you know, like a little pop out, like almost like a notch style thing on the right of the screen. And it just says, you know, feedback. You click it and it asks you a bit of feedback about the website, how you found things on the website, what was easy and what was hard. This is for people to fill in. Yeah. Yeah. But the bit that you don't see is you can, s- it's in the name, hot jar. You can see where people have hotspotted their 
their cursor on your website. You can watch a whole playback of somebody going onto your website, going to the website page. Likes a bit of stalking. I don't really. know if I like that. But the thing is, okay, so it here's... helps you understand where things should be placed. Okay, so I'm going to ask you the next question. How long have you had that hot jar on your website? Um, for about 18 months. And how many people have given you feedback? Uh, actually, quite a few. Actually, quite a few. I've okay. had, I think, in the region of about 50. Oh, all right. Okay. People can. People can. This is the thing. If you give yeah. people a feedback box, they won't hold back. Oh, you'll be honest. Well, okay. So it's interesting because my uh, one of my ex-students works <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a company called Rant and Rave, and, Rant and Rave. Very interesting they sounding. do a lot of the feedback. You know, when you've placed an order with like Debenhams or whatever yeah, next, yeah. and then you get an email that says, "How did we do?" Tell us what was good. Tell <laughs> so us what was bad. Some of those buttons at yeah. the toilet. Rant click, yes. and rave. Um, and that's basically where they you know, sort of rant about the things that weren't and good rave and good rave things, about the good yeah. things. And then they do a lot of analytics in the background to find out you know, what, what... They're a customer, yeah. they're a customer feedback they're company. A, they're a, a data mining company, basically. Was it customer statistics company? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, well, they use big data to data mine. That's basically all it is. So they can tell people them trends. People think stuff like that is, is like, you know breaching on privacy but people love to tell you things not, not if they're, let's be honest not if they're willingly giving we you don't, information we didn't ask for feedback in the first few episodes like to our friends or anything they just came to us that yeah. was that was a that was on their mutual terms it was terms. so terrible that they felt they had to tell us <laughs> oh, there's, there's pity on us yeah yeah so um, I think there's quite a lot of good things the one thing I'm going to say actually is a website that a lot of people do start with and that's WordPress yes um, and it's WordPress hosting though, is you know yeah, WordPress hosting is relatively cheap it doesn't cost that much remembering though you've got WordPress.org and you've got WordPress.com com. yeah yeah .com is the one where it's you need to hook up your own one and you have to pay it's yeah, the same yeah. sort of setup yeah. as all the other websites yeah. and then .org you need your own website you yeah. need your own domain uh, your own domain server. hosting yeah. Yeah. Um, server and everything and that can get a bit pricey yeah so but a lot of website uh, sort of hosters so there are I some used, ones that are free yeah. like Hostinger I've, I've tried before there is but you it's can pain though. It's, the, the advantage with um, using like a hosting company so I used to use um, don't use these please people because they, they, they were Warning. terrible but uh, it was a company called eukhost.com don't use them they're one of these companies where they post a lot of reviews of themselves on oh, review no. sites. They, they so like to basically glorify yeah. their appearance. Um, and don't get me wrong, actually, I will say, like in the early 2000s, when I first started putting websites out, when I thought people cared about what I wanted to say. <laughs> Fourth. Um, yeah. There's a word there yeah. that you used. Um, when when that happened, um, it was interesting because I had uh, good customer service off them. Yeah. And then they outsourced all their customer service abroad. Ah, okay. And it was impossible to get an answer off mm. anyone. It was like, our technicians are going to work on this now for you. You, know, you had a very simple, again, like we said, you know, mm. you've got hosting and a, an error set up and all that sort of stuff. And the problem that you have, uh, the problem that you have with it is you ultimately have, uh, you have not just the website maintenance, but you then have all the server side maintenance that mm. you're doing. Like you're, you're taking care of basically the technology behind it as well. So yeah. Whereas what I think what most people want in photography is they want just a place to showcase their work, just like, like an portfolio. online portfolio. So, so really, the, the really to kind of round off this sort of segment, I guess, is you got really you got all this that we just blurred to you, and it's all coming down like tunnel vision at you. What you really need to do is you know it's like that fork in the road. You've got to decide whether you mm. want it to be mm. all singing or dancing. 
whether you want it to be minimalistic or you want a bit of everything. And, th- and a lot of people will say they want a bit of everything, but they, they yeah. aren't. It's like, you know, the spectrum of introvert and extrovert. Everyone wants to be a bit on the spectrum. If I was going to give people a top tip when they're trying to think about yeah. websites, maybe, and start thinking about how they want to design their websites, mm. I would get all the images that you know you want in the sets yeah. that you want organized beforehand. So you've got them all. Yeah. We're talking like in a Adobe space. portfolio sort of. I put them in my folder. Like, yeah, so put them in yeah. folders in a, oh, in yeah, a yeah. shared area. So you know that you know, you've know you got six images of this model. You've got seven landscapes. If you've done that already, then you're off to the races already. Yeah. Do that. What but I've then got. what you can Me do too. is then you can sign up for a Squarespace trial. Yeah, yeah. trial. Trial it. Figure upload it out, everything yeah. onto it. And if you don't like it, delete the whole website and go, that was crap. You don't crap. have to put your didn't credit like cards in, I don't think, for Squarespace, do you? No, well, even if you, you do, just, it doesn't you matter. You can just, just cancel. trial anything. Well, I yeah. would, uh, I, 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 like I say, I'm still figuring out the website sort of stuff and I'm learning all that stuff. But I've actually been across all these websites, apart from Format and Pixies, I've never tried them. Mm-hmm. And Adobe Portfolio, I still, I'm just dipping my feet. I haven't, I've hardly touched what I've got there and I've had it for two weeks now. I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I'm probably pressurizing that point a bit too much on my point on myself. Because I want to know if I'm going to change. And that's the thing, I think, you to will. remember. With all these decisions, and it goes without saying, with a lot of stuff in photography and setting up your websites, don't feel like you need to make a decision immediately. And that's what these websites <coughs> like to do. They like to pressurize you into that 14-day trial. Just flow with it, you know. If you know you're not going to need it, and if there's an option to stop it basically paying at the end, because it, you know what happens, you start paying and you forget about it, and, it, and it's yeah, not it's what you want. It's a monthly recurring fee. You that need, you need that. Remember, you need to remember it. Yeah. So and you if you're paying annually, then you need to take yeah. a big gulp. Well, it's where, where if you're paying annually, it's the fact that if you know you're not going to use it again. So I've done similar things where yeah. I've paid up front for a year, and then you know making sure that I set a reminder is a good tip. Yeah. So, uh, you know, too, a month yeah. before the expiry date, you say I website do. expires or cancel or what. Yeah, I do it two or three days out because sometimes yeah. you, the timing over midnight can sometimes screw you up because some companies, you know, when you get paid in from work, they're paying at one o'clock. Some mm. companies pay out at three and four. So just be very wary. I, I say give it three or four days or a month yeah yeah so yeah so um yeah definitely uh the only one that we haven't discussed and i'll touch on it very briefly is 500 px yes um and 500 px uh was bought out by smug mug um and smug mug are pretty big like most people have heard of them and uh smug mug is a family owned company uh and there is good reviews are they american or british american i think um so they've they've bought 500 px uh, if memory serves me correctly. You um, say PX, I say, I say PIX. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's anyway. interesting. So yeah, uh, mm. tomato, tomato. Um, but yes, <laughs> yeah, so tomato. It, is, um, it is interesting because that website was traditionally like a, I suppose a competitor to Flickr originally. Um, and like um, Shutter Photo, and I Shutter, guess. Yeah, oh, and that sort of stuff. And Shutter Photo is yeah. crazy. And it, oh. it kind of went through and... Um, Flickr is still there, Billy. I'm, like, I'm not paying like, for Flickr. You know, the funny thing is, like, I'm episode, not paying for it. You are episode right, yeah. one, we talk about Flickr like we it's still to, here, yeah. and then Billy talks about like it's, it's just yeah. died. It's, it's just dead, dead to me. <laughs> so it's yeah. like Tumblr is dying now. So 500px is around, and they do different packages as well. So I would yeah. encourage you, um, as well, if you're going to sign up for a, a website, uh, you Try can always that. upgrade a package. Yes. Yeah. Um, Maybe so, start on the lower. Yeah, you start on the lowest package. Decide if it's what you want, particularly if you're on a free trial. Month. And then, you know, if you've done it and you think, you know what, I am going to add a shop because people have told me they'd like to buy it's, images. I guess what that yeah. domain you attachment know. thing is for, like dipping your toe in. Yeah, definitely. Even though it's their way of getting money out of you for something that should be free. And the, I'll tell opinion. you the big thing that adds a lot of cost on often with these packages is if you want like an email address attached to it. Yeah. So often, you know, you've if, already you, got. if you want something like, I don't know, sales at John Photography, yeah. I have to buy an Office 365 or a Google um, suite 
with that for a monthly fee. Oh, yeah, they tie you into those things. And, you know, if you need it, if you definitely, definitely want that, um, that sort of, I suppose, the professionalism of having, you know, orders at whatever, or sales at, or support at, or whatever Mm. it might be, then fine. I just, I just buy the domain package from one and one, and just (laughs) you can have multiple domains. Forward them on, don't you? Yeah, like I've got the one that's I think fifty for three pound fifty a month. Mm. I mean, mean, it charges you on a three month period. So, uh, was that a semi annually? Is that right? Uh, Quarterly. Quarterly, sorry, quarterly, not semi annually. Yeah, I I think that works nice, and I don't think you need you don't need the you Office three six five stuff. No, no, if no. you really really want the Office three six five stuff, just look to where you work. If you've got it at work, why yeah, do you need it again? Yeah, definitely. Unless you're building, and I think the Office three six five is for business. Again, if you're if you're kind of down that route of buying Ow, buying in, uh, Josh has just whacked the. My, uh, I, got, I got, tr- got trigger leg. I tried to move and I went up. Yeah. Trigger leg. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's quite interesting because a lot of these packages they obviously try to offer you the three six five and the Google Drive and all that, uh, you know, Google Suite. And in reality, what you actually need is a forwarding email address. That's mm. pretty much they're all just, you they're need. They're selling. It's like you're. Let's say you're buying. I don't know. A, you know, a dog or a cat, and they're selling you the whole shabam with it. That ev- they get. What do you mean, like the cave? Yeah, so basically, so it's like you know, like a game. Like you buy it, and then they try and get you to buy all the add-ons at the same time, like all like in one Sims? bundle kind of thing. Yeah, they 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 basically try and get you locked down so much that you can't say no. So I'm not buying any extra purchases. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing, isn't it? Like it's it's a marketing practice that's terrible. Oh yeah, it's upselling, it, isn't it? It's upselling, and yeah, I hate yeah. it. It's upselling. Well, it's standard. It's business like practice. it's like saying at the checkout, it's like, oh, would you like some more chicken dippers or this and the other when you're at KFC or McDonald's? Anyway, anyway, on we that digress. Note, I think it's time for a very short break. We will be short right break. back with part two. Yes, see you in part two. Okay, and welcome back to part two. Uh, so, next topic is we're thinking about business cards. It's something that uh, when I've gone to networking events, uh, mm-hmm. a few people have mentioned and said, oh, I need to get some business cards. So, open to discussion. Do we think that business cards are dead? As I aptly put in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know my opinion immediately. The humble business card. The humble business card. I said, card. I said it, it humble because I, I, I'm not to like make it sound like a person, but like I just think that... It's like the, the business granny card of the group. In least in <laughs> the business card in terms of photographers uh, is depleting the use of it. Like I haven't been given a business card more than twice by someone. But you wouldn't be given a photographer's business card, would you? Well, that's the thing. I, everyone I've had photographer, uh, I've only had photographers give me business cards, which I find weird. So okay, it's got the Instagram uh, well, as, on as and a it, QR code. As in, uh, as in opposed to models, you mean? Or, I, d- I haven't uh, met a model with a business card. No, and I think that's largely down to the fact that the investment yeah. factor, you know, like they obviously have a wardrobe of clothes and makeup and whatnot, mm. but in reality, they don't want to spend money on business cards. I, I think... Well, also, my, to make a logo. One of my ideas was on there is just like either show your Instagram, if you're all about your Instagram, that's that's your main website as such, or just have a QR code in like your favorited photos on your phone and just open it up and they can scan it immediately i do like the business card though it, there's something like about the paper isn't there i feel like everyone you might kind of get where i'm coming from there's something about putting something on a piece of paper that makes you feel just kind of a bit real um a business card's a good Fair way enough. if you do event photography or like weddings um some forms of portraiture 
and mm. anything like that. Maybe even locations, you know, just to prove you're actually a photographer or something like that. I think they're handy <sighs> to have. Um, I guess you, what but you're I do think they'll be extinct. You're going back to the sort of thing that makes a photographer look like a photographer, yeah. as, as opposed, to, you know, mm. like John said about like the, the way the camera looked for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. people make assumptions based on what you have, I suppose, perhaps. And it is, I mean, I have business cards that I give out generally. Um, Picky and choosy. Yeah, I don't give them to everyone. But if I know yeah. that I'm going to work potentially with someone or I say, oh, if you'd like to arrange something, then here's my card. Mm. I'll give you an example. I shot a photo of a stranger. Mm. Linking back into last episode. Yeah, yeah I shot a photo of a stranger. stranger. It was stranger just some danger. dude in Digbeth. <laughs> when I was taking photos of a model... <laughs> um, he just went, yo, dude, take my photo. And I went, all right, then. <laughs> <laughs> what did he look great. like? And like, he what's w- he like? And he literally just turned around and just went, <laughs> like, it was like, he was, I think he really, really did not expect me to go, come on then, come stand here. And he I got he did it as more of a statement and he didn't yeah. realise. He, thought, he was thought, I think he thought initially he was being a bit cocky. Uh, what's really interesting is I took a photo of him and I gave him my business card and went, look on this Instagram later, oh, cool. it'll be on there, right? Mm. And he was like, oh, and he commented and said, like, oh, sick photo, bro. Uh, <laughs> downloaded the comments. photo. I like the way he talks. Yeah. Downloaded the photo, posted it on his own Instagram and did not credit me. <gasps> so yeah. I love Bugger. everyone. Yeah. I love when people do that. So Jammy yeah, Bugger. so... Um, yeah, well, he did credit me. But after the business I, after card I worked well there. It did. That's the thing. And he followed me. Probably oh, nice. unfollowed me now. I think the but, fact that you, you needed know. to interject just shows that he obviously wasn't. Like, you know, the fact that you took you took him up on his point, I think that should have meant no extra conversation about credit. At that yeah, point. yeah. Definitely. If you're going to credit. I mean, if you can't I mean, private, arguably, fair enough. It's arguably, ignorance. though, if you do street photography, you don't credit everyone that's in the photos because mm. they're just present yeah. in so, the photos. Some people, you know? they say, what is it? You pay for, the, pay for the silence, if that makes sense. Like, <laughs> so you, I know it sounds, I know it sounds doesn't, like. Doesn't sound at all creepy <laughs> in, the, in the hashtag MeToo <laughs> campaign <laughs> era, does it? <laughs> so you pay, you basically pay, pay to, you pay for the fact that oh, no. <laughs> it's not linked to someone. So, like, you've professionally paid to have all that work done and you don't want, you, you pay the extra amount of money to have uh, no connection to the original author. Jolly good. Moving on. Uh, so. Okay, I said it wrong. You, you know what I mean, though. Right? I do. You know, get I what worked you mean. an event actually the other day, and I before I walked into it, I thought, well, why didn't I bring <laughs> my damn business cards? That I spent yeah. loads of time on, and then I got lot, there, I and no one spoke to me. Oh, we didn't. Have we haven't got time. the soundboard actually, today. Actually, tell a frigging lie. I met a deaf lady. <laughs> And we spoke because I'm learning BSL. Uh, and oh, and nice one. I thought you were going to say thankfully, you spoke, but she didn't hear her you. translator walked <laughs> over quite quickly and was like, let me help you with that. Yes, and yeah, <laughs> but you were just like, they've shunned me. She still didn't ask for my business card. That's um, good. But she is going to train me on how to be better at it. She works uh, in the building. It was for the nice. building that I worked in, so I thought maybe oh, this nice. will be a good opportunity Networking. for me to yes. you know, give my business card out. Very good. And turns out Digbeth can be a bit off its own arse. Um, and no one asked creative. for it. And actually people were like, I don't want my photo taken. <laughs> okay, maybe you should leave then because I was hired by the, the building you're standing in. But yeah, I um, love that accent. It's brilliant. Yes, <laughs> Just like, in this building. Um, but then I've done a few like salon openings and stuff like that. And have you um, dished out business cards at those? I have tried. But Isn't there a reception at the, cr- didn't the really Crystal have that factory? Conversation? It was a reception in the Zelig building. There's like a, whole, a whole like table you can just put business cards on there. <laughs> but who picks up business cards? That's no. Yeah, that's the okay, thing We've though. done it at networking events. Okay, so like when you go to studios and stuff, I drop them on the on the table. Nobody picks them up. No, right? you're too scared to pick them up. You just I think, lose. Isn't no, it? you just lose. All you're doing is putting down money that nobody's going to pick I, up. I, I know I, if I was going to do it, I'd put person. down two, and then and if someone asks for, asks someone else, then I'd know if they was interested. 
Like as a location photographer, you when are you going to do it? Necessary. So you're thinking, put a few down. Looks like you're really popular. Like a lot of them have gone yeah. already. That's <laughs> what I did at the exhibition. Yeah. Clever idea. They're running low. Yeah. They're running low. Just he must a, be good. Just put a template there. This yeah. is where Josh's yeah. card is. If this is empty, please <laughs> call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Press brilliant. one to order more. No, very good. You guys very are good. So nerdy. I like it. All right. So, um, I mean, the thing is, on my business cards, I have. My name, obviously. Yeah. Uh, my email address. I my forgot phone my phone number. number. I do put my phone number. I know some people don't like it. I don't I put my address, obviously. No address. Says, but I do put my Instagram, Instagram and my website. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, I, think that, I think they work. And I've gone for a... I've, I've had a few iterations of business cards and I end up having to redo them whenever time I redo my branding, which gets a bit annoying. Um... And I, would, I would say it's quite wholesome to really to update your branding. I guess that kind of comes without saying, it, like, it, if you're going to update is. your branding, you've got to update your business Yeah, definitely. Well. But I think the problem is if you keep updating your branding, people just lose your identity like, anyway. What? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. It's like it's those consistency who, is key. Mm, yeah. It's like those people who basically jump between trends on YouTube. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. you, you can't be that person chasing the cat constantly. You've got you've to stay simple. Yeah. So... Um, so yeah, so we move on to the next one. Yeah, of course. <laughs> a bit of an idea Seamless, wasn't it? that we've got going on here. That was brilliant, John. All right. All those hand movements. All I those hand did. movements. <laughs> 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 no one will see. Yeah, I was thinking, why was she frantically was going, waving at me? Should we just do a boomerang of this hand going? Because actually, I would have introduced one, but um, I didn't write it, so it means I don't really know. So do you want me to do about it? Go on. All right. Okay. We've got a little bit of an idea, and I thought this would be quite cool. We need you though for this. We need you guys. The people that are listening, this means you, you, <laughs> you. Boom, we need boom, boom. you. Um, While so you're what, driving, what we are going to do? <laughs> Stop the car! <laughs> Stop the car! Park not, up. not right now, but <laughs> at some point uh, within the next uh, week or so, yeah. we'd like you to rise to the smartphone challenge. Okay, nice and way to which is going to hurt me. Yeah, ultimately, uh, what I'll we join. want. Hey. Yeah, Billy's going to take a couple of photos. I'll do it like too. Yeah. On my phone. We would like you <laughs> to take photos on your phones. And edit them purely on mobile phones. And Billy is getting triggered right now. Okay. So if, if we're going to like point out, like obviously, you, I think it's only fair to say that you are allowed to use Lightroom on your phone. Yeah, you can use any, any phone. Anything, so there's no real sort of, we're not going to be, I mean, there's no real way of checking that, what apps that you use because some things no. don't always leave a trace. So we're kind of trusting you to to be fair and consistent with this. Yeah, so yeah. this is more, this is not really a chat. It's not a competition. It's a challenge. It's just a challenge. And so, what we're, what yeah. we're going to do is we're basically going to say, if you can take the shots on your phone uh, and then edit them on the phone. So whether that's in Snapseed, Apple Photos, whatever it might be. I've got an Afterlight. Afterlight. Loads and loads of apps. So any of those sorts of things. And then uh, what we'd like you to do is uh, you can either email us the photos they don't have to be huge quality because the best ones the we would uh, unless you scrub it <laughs> yeah. so we would uh, we would sort of uh, obviously credit anyone that we post so if yeah. you do email us make sure that you include your Instagram handle so that we know who uh, oh, yes, has please. sent the, uh, don't, don't the, do it on the picture and the website you need uh, not the website sorry email the address. email address that you need <laughs> uh, is gettheshotpodcast at gmail.com and what we'll do is we'll repost some of the best ones that we see on our get the shot feed mm. and then we'll probably repost on our own personal ones onto our stories and stuff anyway mm. we've, um, got, we've got a hashtag as well obviously because not everyone's going to want to email them yeah um and it's just simply gts underscore which will help us for other things 
R-O-T-S challenge. It'll, it'll make yeah. more sense when it's on the actual uh, episode. Oh, I think I've spelt it wrong. I you have it. spelt it wrong, but then Yeah, because it's all in one thing. I didn't yeah, know, so, so yeah. hashtag GTS underscore R-O-T-S challenge. Um, yeah. And that's basically uh, going to help you with uh, sort of if you just want to post it to you Instagram and then follow that hashtag so you can see what other people are posting. Mm. So if you want to do it privately and you're like, I'd like to just send this on an email, yeah, um, then that's absolutely fine. Um, so get the shop podcast at gmail.com. And, and if you want us to just credit you as like just your first and last name and not an, an Instagram account, and yeah, you just yeah. want to keep it to it's that. Um, I mean, this is, this like I say, this is a learning curve for a lot of people um, to kind of, I guess, come out of their normal traditions yeah. and i mean yeah. this is i mean this is definitely one for billy uh, you know obviously me and me and you john obviously do editing on a mobile yeah. on a semi-basis for you and more so for me it's painful. Yeah. um but i think i've it, started shooting a lot more on mobile do you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna dig out my nokia i'm gonna do it on that oh nokia 3300 yeah vga i'm gonna find my flip-up phone <laughs> 300 by 400 turn off the snake game i used to play <laughs> so yeah so uh, i think it'd be interesting because in today's society of mobile phones yes. you know especially if people have relatively up-to-date mobile phones as well things like you know if you've got if you've got like an i don't know an iphone 11 pro or huawei p30 or um you know any of those sorts of things you're gonna have some top quality cameras on your phones considering they're on a smartphone no and i would encourage you to just try something different whether it's portraits whether it's landscapes whatever doesn't matter and and obviously might shame you (laughs) the 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 the, obviously the the marrying of the marrying of the the editing and the shooting on the phone um is obviously to make the point that like you don't always need a computer around. It's that accessibility to the. And if you've got an iPad as well, go or, or an Android yeah, yeah. tablet or you know yeah, Fire yeah. TV, uh, not Fire TV, Fire tablet. Yeah. You know, it'll be go, a cool challenge for me. I think. I think it'll be. That'd I have be tried this before. I swear I posted it on my story. She, oh, she's yeah. worried about it, but no, she tried it, was. it, which is it good. Was content aware. Uh, that yes, really yes, annoyed yes. me. So I think I think what we'll do, um, if we say because this uh, episode is going to go out sort of probably mid February, I'd imagine. I think it's probably going to go out the. First or second, First week, or of second February, week of February, if I, re- if I remember Hopefully. rightly, yeah. So we'll probably run it for a month from when the episode comes out and we'll look at what uh, we come through and then we'll See revisit we it in uh, sort of later in an episode. Obviously, we do record a little bit in advance. Mm. So having the ability to sort of review yeah. a few things, it'll well, be a little bit I'm later. I'm probably but guessing what we'll probably do is we'll probably like set an episode where that number needs to stay. Yeah for that yeah definitely and then we'll go to it so yeah so definitely uh just a reminder then you can either email us on get the shop podcast at gmail.com or you can use hashtag gts underscore rots challenge on instagram and twitter yeah. if you want yeah. as well yeah this is a uh, episode 14 and uh, we're already kicking out uh, a challenge for you guys definitely. so this is the real test of the listeners so should we take a quick break and yes. then uh we'll come back for our final little piece uh, so really stay excited. tuned Oh, she's the getting break, excited. The break chat is always There we go. Break chat amusing. is always on point. Hashtag break <laughs> chat. All right, so see you in just a few seconds. Welcome back to the final part of episode 14, where we're going to talk about YouTubers, specifically photography YouTubers that we all like. Who wants to kick it off first? Soft spots in our hearts. Shall I start? Yeah, go for it. Right. I'm going to start with someone that uh, really inspired me to do a little bit of different stuff in photography. Yeah. And actually is a very different type of photography YouTuber that has, I know what's coming there. has gained <laughs> a lot of notoriety in uh, in a short space of time and it is Peter McKinnon mm. Mm. and he does brilliant uh, two minute Tuesdays 
Yeah. <laughs> which, which are never, ain't which too are many never two days. It's like how to's uh, on how to do things. And I, do just love, nice. I just love the, and I, the attitude of him. Yeah, it's brilliant. His, his videos, if you've never watched them, uh, he's at about 4 you million subscribers or something, I think now. Yeah, 4.7, something like that. What I love is that his his videos are shot in such a humble way where he'll give a little bit of a backstory maybe mm. he'll he if you've never watched them he absolutely adores coffee mm. and uh a lot of yeah. his b-roll is him just making coffee and uh, <laughs> or just talking, or just talking to, to camera or whatever or mobbing through the canadian wilderness on a snowmobile uh, the bits in the studio oh, that I like think, you do yeah. on a tuesday the yeah. bits in the studio though uh iconic like he's like he's like it's psh- very good and he's just there like he's also very much a sound effect god he i mean i it. know i like a sound effect or two, <laughs> right but he'll be like, <laughs> like and all this sort of stuff yeah he is he is bonkers and he's well, he even does, recorded did he, did he sound effects and these videos like like that yeah he'll go i'm gonna try and do the start but he always always goes like uh what's up everybody what's up everybody peter mckinnon here and welcome back to yet another two minute tuesday like and all this and it's it's really good and i'm shit at it but <laughs> uh and he'll always go uh you know um this has been another two minute tuesday out like you know, and he'll yeah. like yeah, the camera all goes to black, do and you, it is good. Do you know what's something? It's he's might very sound, good at transitions in his videos. As this well. might sound weird, and uh, obviously this links with the transitions. The way he intros his video, I don't know why, but when I, when he introduces his video, it always makes me think of like one of those moments where like everyone turns around and looks at whoever's mm. talking aloud. It's like mm. you know how you said, look at a train. You get, <laughs> you get. It's almost like Who's you know, you, all that you know that an, the, like the animal uh, wildlife kind of footage where they where they all go. But he is very good, and I like the Vocal. fact that he's got um, he's he's diversified. So he shows you how he's come through, um, <laughs> how he comes through different uh, different sort of roles within uh, his career path. So he's gone from working in a camera shop to mm. working in woodworking stuff to, sh- to shooting uh, like magic tricks. He has a uh, and all nice sorts of set stuff. of. Uh, remember I said it was like a, he's like a Swiss it's a Army wide knife. Sk- it's wide, wide skill set, and uh, what what he loves is the fact that he'll just he'll encourage people to just keep going out and shooting and keep the philosophy of just keep it. taking photos, keep taking photos, keep making sure that you do what you love. Off a bit. You know, and it is I suppose ultimately it's just it's one of those things where he's quite an, I would say quite an honest. Certainly, I get the impression that. What we see on YouTube is, what you is very much yeah. like he is in real life. He's a very he's like the guy down the road that you meet at the coffee shop because he likes yeah. coffee. You don't you, know. you don't see much of his family life on there. Um, so you generally don't. You occasionally see bits of his like his wife and sometimes mm. his kids running round. But it's very very rare. It's very much about it's him and his him and his guided studio. And his guided studio and you know talking about lighting and you know he'll talk about um, his his video that really launched him to stardom if you like mm. was his nine camera hats in yes, 60 seconds i love that i'll always I go back and was. watch that when i need a bit of and inspiration it's, yeah it's all sorts of stuff yeah pro- hey. well millions of yeah. people you know have, of him right? but you don't regularly watch him, yeah. I guess. so he'll yeah. say like nine camera hats in 60 seconds or whatever and it was like it was those sorts of things where it was um it was things like using uh chapstick on the end of a filter to create a soft focus effect yeah. and all and these like sorts cling of things film and yeah and like and everyone's copied him yeah because that video launched him from having a handful of subscribers to millions mm. within a very short space of time. He yeah, started he doing, um, so, you know, very regular content. He, then he slowed it down a bit. But it, it, what's always lo- lovely is he then inspired so many people that he started linking up with other creators in um, Toronto, yeah. uh, where he's Which is a very from. creative area. Yeah, and um, 
I suppose I'll link that into the next person, which is Matty H, um, yeah. who you will find a link probably on Pete's channel for him anyway. Uh, but he does amazing videography. Uh, he's, he is a very, very skilled drone pilot. He hits some of his drone footage. Is I love drone brilliant. stuff. Absolutely oh, brilliant. And I love drone stuff. You know, him and Peter, when they've gone to places, you know, in, in America or wherever, mm. where they've gone to film sets and stuff, and they're like, drone wars <laughs> like, and they like they have like a challenge to fly their drones through objects and mm. stuff like that it and it is help. very very it doesn't help yeah. that, I've, that when I've, that we're talking about drones now and I'm just thinking of the fact that I've just been watching that show Hunted for a few weeks now oh I love it <laughs> it makes me think that drones are all evil again I'm like but it's yeah. like one of those post-apocalyptic things where they're all going to take over so <laughs> so yeah so definitely Matty H um, he uh, he took a, a bold decision it used to be called Travel Feels was his ah. channel and uh, he made a bold decision to drop the travel sort of photography thing and just become, Him. I suppose, a little bit like Peter McKinnon, but he's different. I, I, it's difficult to describe it. He, mm. he's. I know what you mean. Him and Pete, for a long time, shared an, uh, a creative space. They shared an office because they're, they're, they're both you know, so intertwined. Yeah, like, and they help and support each other. It's and a, it's they help a, each other on shoots. It's a friendly relationship that, that just like they 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 help each other out. Yeah, and I'm under yeah, yeah. no disillusion. You know, Peter yeah. McKinnon. Uh, Probably, although he does clearly make a lot of money from YouTube, oh, yeah. and, and stuff like that, and other revenue. things that he sells, yeah, and yeah. definitely, and his merchandise and his wouldn't that be room, nice? Yeah, his Lightroom presets and all this sort of stuff. He's got very eye candy yeah. sort of stuff to buy. Yeah. You know, they're good when they've got Lightroom presets. Yeah, and the and the the, the camper mugs. Oh, they they're, 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 they're always quite yeah. an addictive thing to look at. So I would say um, he's. It wouldn't surprise me that he's still going to do shoots people paid you see yeah. he's still being employed by people people forget this that like just because they're a personality doesn't mean that they've overnight stopped doing all their work and they ultimately he's a photographer slash videographer he does great videos to be fair and he's done some amazing work if you look at his channel um on peter mckinning you will see um that he's done like uh you know videos of of travel stuff mm -hmm. as well where he's documented his travel as he goes through, not just like uh, this, is, think this of was me. my holiday. I used to do all that stuff, and I I became I I was I was you know this is me everything, and then I just became Mr. Josh Deakin. I used to be very much like photo this, photo that, and then I just it, it, I get where it, where he's coming from. Like he's he's taking that point of where he knows he's all this travel stuff, but then he wants to bring it back down to him the brand, mm. but he still has all these links out. He's it's him. As a, and there's a mind map all around him, mm. which I guess is what a lot of YouTubers have done now because there was, what, some tech YouTubers like MKBHD, he's now Marquez Brownlee to a lot of people. Yeah. There's Jonathan Brownlee who used to be um, Tech Lunch or Tech, tech Something. Uh, Austin Evans. It was they, so catchy, Josh can remember it. <laughs> tech Fast, that's it. Tech, tech Fast. fast. And so that's the thing. And like, there's a lot of it's people. A name, it's yeah. a name for the thing but so, not a name for the person yeah. yeah so there's a good there's a good few people so one of the ones that isn't on my list actually but it's very similar to that is um now he's known as r for r yes and he does I've a lot of, of sony reviews and stuff like that oh, um yeah, yeah he's his videos are good he's mm. just not in my top list um yeah. he's very good and if he's listening, sorry if you're listening <laughs> he won't be listening <laughs> Can imagine? Uh, but, imagine someone yeah. goes i'll get to send him a link yeah. but he but he is uh, he's good in the sense that it was really good for my gear reviews and yeah. working out that you know this is an i love it's a more niche thing for you that's why he's not on your top list but as a regular viewer i really find things that like um people like peter mckinnon and matty put out are amazing so next one down on the list underneath peter mckinnon was jordan matter 
Yeah, so um, the thing about Jordan Matter is um, it's not so much the fact that his photography is amazing. It is amazing, don't get me wrong. It's the fact that he... Um, I guess the way to explain it is like obviously there's a big, been a big boom with like cinematography and you know cinemagraphs have become something recently mm. but that's not what I'm focusing <laughs> on that's like the sort of the manga of the two I'm kind of using it as an analogy to say that he take he takes uh, an idea like you know like McKinnon has the nine you know nine things can do uses all these bits and bobs around your house and then there's Jordan Matter that uses everything around him literally everything he uses people he goes oh can i put this uh this person that he's you know doing the tenement challenge with if you don't know it's his thing that he does a lot of um and works on and predominantly he gets people who are very good on their feet if that makes sense like you know, mm-hmm. ballerinas dancers tiktok dancers have been one of the big ones he's had recently and he gets them to go somewhere like you know where's the one he did recently um grand central station that one was very oh, iconic okay um i know he's done obviously stuff with you know that britain's got talent star that's catapulted she's a contortionist i can't think of name you'll uh, so um I, f- I thought i had a name then you guys will you'll have to look her up you'll find her out you have to bend over backwards to think that was I think a good one hey. i think the um the the brilliant bit about it is he's married that youtube experience I married it he married mm. he married it with his photography and it's like you get a plaque he, for that you f- <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> congratulations you are now married <laughs> 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 and I think the fat that the, the, to to cut the fat out, it's that he just knows how to plug into what people want to watch. Yeah, and so he knows his audience well. He's yeah, he's he's basically um, achieved what Peter McKenna's done in his field. And yeah. I think you'll find out that a lot of the people that we're all talking about are either very similar or very different poles. It's yeah. very personal. Yeah, you know, they touch you where the they, they touch you, know. you in the in the right yeah, yeah. in the in the they get you in certain fields like you know Peter McKinnon for you. Get yeah. you in certain fields. You like. I love that. No, that was good. You, you know when you it's like it's like going on you you only go onto YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You, you, there's times well, that you'll watch certain things. Yeah, you've curated your own playlist. Yeah. Yeah. By, by by subscribing to certain channels, it certainly helps you get the content you want. So my, <laughs> I mean, as much as YouTube is very no bad mistake. at it now, I can see it's not going yeah. well. So my my YouTube subscriptions. In the oh, broadest, wild. in the broadest nutshell, are either photography, mm. cars, pimple popping, no. pimple popping. That's a thing. But, yeah, <laughs> oh, but yes, I have right. Dr. Pimple Popper, oh, and I've got a rug doctor cleaning. Well, oh yeah, you've had your rug stuff again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not go down that avenue again. I do that more than photography. Oh, dear God. So, or yeah, like so, Kardashians. Yeah, and then oh, the other God's thing is things me. like drone people. And I did used to watch people like um, this. It's it is actually I would arguably say a little bit photography based. Yeah. So people like uh, James Kingston. Yeah. Um, James Kingston, he didn't get banned, uh, but they made him. So he was a free climber. Uh, and he used to break into buildings like or nightscape. cranes and You've stuff. You've had nightscape, right? Uh, oh, yeah. that's cool. I like and nightscape. he used to climb massive cranes. And to the point where I'd watch the video, uh, partly because I thought. Is he going to die? Uh, and partly because... <laughs> but he wouldn't be on YouTube. Yeah. Well, no, exactly. he wouldn't uh, have uploaded it if he was It's like dead. Top Gear, isn't it? Like yeah. they, 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 they go on their weird adventures and they go on to the one in America where they nearly got killed. Yeah, remember yeah. that? Well, I, and that was y- still shown afterwards yeah. that they were alive. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have to but remember get um, as well, like he'll, he'll, he used to show things where um, they would have, you know, such high heights. Now, I'm mm. not good with heights. And watching no, those videos, either, the no. drone footage, yeah, you'd see him stood on top of a crane on the end of the thing. It's like that fisheye thing that like makes you know. it even worse. Right? Well, then it's just the fact that they are 250, 300 foot up in the air with no harnesses and they've and climbed just... up in their, in their Converse and their, 
you know, their t-shirts or whatever. Yeah, on the crane. You know, yeah, and they're just like, oh, I've flown the crane. I've fl- <laughs> flown off the crane. Uh, now I'm going to yeah. hand catch it. 300 foot up in the air. There's an Instagrammer so, that's done that yeah. called Spider Girl. Have you guys heard of her? No. Uh, she, she's she's a she's quite a cool person. Like I, I we I, don't I, condone climbing. Oh no, no. It, I want to make it quite clear. Like whatever you watch is up to you. But like at the end of the day, you know, discretion in the fact that like mm. it is it is something that is breaking the law. So. And it's dangerous. So we're not condoning it in any way by talking about it. You could die. You could die. I'm kind of condoning it. What? Mm. No, Billy, I think Billy yeah. is no longer part of the podcast. Right. You know, you get people, you get people that go up. You know, uh, there's there's some people that um, I watched. You know, occasionally uh, you watch people like uh, it's quite popular in America. People like free riding freight trains. Yeah. So they jump on a freight train at night and they go halfway across America on a freight train. Uh, but it's yeah, very yeah. dangerous. I like the anxiety of it all. Well, is it, are they going? To, are they going to make it? Well, we know they're going to make it because <laughs> yeah. the end of the video is here. Well, but yeah. you know, it's I watched the catacombs one as well. Uh, Do you know people go down in the catacombs yeah. and you see if they come back out? You know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So back on to topic in terms of the different uh, people. I'll flick through a couple of my other ones that I uh, listen uh, watch even, uh, just because they're next in the list. Uh, so my next one. Um, is somebody who I I like because I like his editing and I also like uh, just the fact that he's uh, he's developed a brand and a, a profitable business of selling courses and selling Lightroom presets that actually I really like. Um, so uh, and this is Serge Ramelli. Uh He's a photographer uh, from the fantastic city of Paris. Oh, and nice. uh, he uh, takes uh, amazing photos anyway. But more importantly is he does fantastic, uh, just, well, ultimately fantastic tutorials on how to modify photos and get the best out of Lightroom. Do you know when you just don't like know what to do? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so and he'll, like, you know, he'll, and he'll, what, what's nice is when he does a tutorial, he'll give you the raw file so you can practice. So it's kind of like an educational. Yeah, really nice. I think it's really handy. A lot of people learn from like YouTube. Well, but I quite like. it, uh, Peter McKinnon doesn't normally give you the raw files. Oh, no, you no. See. He That's does it cool. in a different way, yeah. yeah. And he got like what, UK shooters on Instagram yeah, yeah. that do that as well. So Serge um, is well worth a visit. Well, they call um, it FFAs, right? Is that what we call it? Free for all edits or something? I can't remember. Don't know. Um, I'll flick through uh, one more and then I'll pass over to somebody else uh, the only other one uh, is if you're a Nikon shooter you will probably know this guy it's Matt Granger he's an Australian guy um, Australian and he accent. travels all over the world Nikon uh, I don't watch most you know a lot of his stuff now because I've found that um, his stuff doesn't really appeal to me currently mm. but certainly when I started out um and when I started looking at things like lighting mm. and I started looking at um, if he was doing like outdoor shoots and stuff like that, it was nice and it was useful. It was um, while it lasted. He does a lot of stuff about like where he goes around the world and does talks to people and stuff like that. Mm. It was good. I think, um, I, think I, I get what you want about like you, there's certain people who, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I was away from the head a bit. Um, there's certain people that you interface with on that you, and you subscribe to, and then some people that you stay subscribed to, but you sort of drift away from. So I get what you mean. Yeah. I drifted away from yeah, yeah. Um, from Peter McKenna's content for a little bit. I did briefly. And I came back, and, uh, I, went, and I actually felt guilty that I'd gone missed, run away. Well, I went and then went back I went and back, watched yeah. all these videos. Yeah. So, Same yeah. with a certain <laughs> other lady that we'll talk about in a yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah So it, all right. it happens. So um, should we pass to Billy, Billy? next? Oh, yeah. Who do you think? I'm kind of terrible with YouTubers, so I only watch the, the basic ones. She's written down quite a few, to be fair. I got, I got four really good, good ones. Start. Good yeah. start. And there was like some other people that I wanted to do 
involved, but you know when they've not posted in like two years, so you don't but they're, they're pr- their historic content them. is still useful. Yeah, so a really quick one is uh, Cody Blue Films. He oh. does like a lot of videography for um, race cars and oh. stuff. Yeah, I'm really into stuff like that. I like um, that. And he's like loads of snowy videos and stuff, but he hasn't posted about two years. Because I think he works too much. Too now. busy cleaning his rugs. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's all I watch. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be an innuendo for the. They're well, all kind of. You know, what means exactly? All the ones the I kind of have are all like travel related as well. I really like watching uh, photographers that travel. So you <coughs> Me got too. Um, Jessica Kabisi. She. We didn't know um, who she was, right? Yeah, which I was really like shocked yeah. about. Hey, everyone knows. If you know who different. this is, please message us because I swear everyone knows. I mean, it's like, did you know Jordan Matter before I mentioned him? No, but I'm not very good at YouTube. And Jordan Matter's got more subscribers, like I think. Mm. No, well, Jessica Kabisi, um, she does a lot of, you might have heard it, the four photographers shoot um, one model, which I'm really inspired by. That's why I've I heard like of some of concepts. Is that like yeah. a challenge? That yeah, do? she does a lot of them, Like, but she used to do them just where she lived um, around the town. Mm. But now she like kind of goes to Japan and stuff oh, like that. And right, she meets okay. different photographers. Because she's become Yeah, because she's, she's really quite known. Um, and she gives you a lot of advice on like portfolios. All of these people are really good for like, if you're trying to figure out what to do with websites and how to price yourself, they've all got like kind of the conversations we have. I kind of, uh, I'm kind of, video form. I'm kind of trying to lean into like photographers that will base themselves in other countries deliberately for the content. Yeah, she literally just goes to Japan to do the shoot. I like the fact that um, I mean, I, f- I follow some YouTubers who immigrated from other countries to mm. other countries. Yeah, which I like, which is cool. And yeah. they and those people are very creative as well. Like they might, if they move to Japan, they might be into anime, and they might have like yeah. they might do like drawing on their pads like and stuff like that. Stuff. I mean, we've got a f- we've got a friend that we both shot with before, Charlie. Yeah, she does drawing on her iPad quite regularly. So mm. like that's something that's quite mm. interesting. That and, it, and it links in like obviously because we know this is a photography podcast, but the creative medium of all these YouTubers, they all do things that link back into the photography. Yeah. Like the videography Definitely. leads back Definitely. into photography. Yeah. Drones, they can be used for, to- for photos. Well, there's a tra- lot more of that. Like yeah, there's a lot stuff, more. Yeah. And there's there's a lot more people that are becoming what we call hybrid shooters. People yes. that started off as photographers and have now branched out and become videographers and are doing both. And, you know, if they shoot a wedding, they're expected to not just shoot the wedding, but also film the wedding. If that's something yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's all on the same kind of concept. We have all have cameras that all yeah. are able to do video and mm-hmm. to take photos. You can take so 4K video on a, you know, yeah. on, a, yeah. on a camera that and you're carrying a, was anyway. it the Lumix, the Lumix cameras, uh, the G series can do like 4K photos, which are quite cool. Yeah, so if you're really into like challenges and stuff, Jessica Kabisi is who's, really good. Who's this other Jessica um, you are And mentioning? then Jessica Whittaker, um, oh, she Whittaker. does a lot of business, business stuff. She's a portrait photographer. Um, she does loads of different um, portrait shoots. You know, she tra- teaches you how to edit. Um, again, she's just a really good. She's advice. like a mother figure of photography. She, she's a really good advice YouTube. She's got I quite like a nice following. An all-round person. Yeah, um, and then Rebecca Spencer, which is close to my heart because she's not that far from Birmingham. Mm. Um, and now again, she does a lot of travel stuff. She works for like companies like Boohoo and Pretty Little Thing. Oh, nice! Um, and she reviews a lot of uh, camera bags and different cameras ah. and lenses. I so need she's like no a more camera bags. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I want the Tug London bag, which is what oh, she uh, kind of into. This is her, right? Yeah, no, no so she she doesn't run it. But she no. has. She does a review on it. So Alicia Love oh, runs it. Oh yeah, okay. I'm getting yeah. names mixed up. Yeah, like Alicia Love. They do a podcast as well. But it's she's really good on YouTube. You finally got me into wanting to listen to it. Yeah, so. it's cool. Oh, Alicia right. Love, yes. Yeah, the Tog. I, I shared her podcast. Tog talks. Yeah. yeah, I shared a podcast on my uh, my Instagram, and she shared back. I was like. <laughs> 
she's quite she's got a bit of a oh, following now. Nice. Yeah. And I was like, that's really sweet. And like, I think as local photographers as well, like you know, it's yeah, really it's nice. nice. That's the thing that is worth talking about is you know how far do you go into your followership where you start to lose that connection with your followers yeah that mm. is interesting mm. to delve down for another well, time they're big busy people but yeah they're they're three really quite big names um and then the cody cody blue films is quite small and then you've got um elaine torres which uh i found her on instagram for like her quirky um studio style i feel I like, like she's quirky. italian i feel uh, she doesn't talk much in the videos is she um, not as fluent definitely, maybe if you like studio and y- you want to figure out how to just like instead of having just a light set up and just having normal yeah. you know mm-hmm. high key lovely lighting um she does a lot with gels and movement which mm, is okay. really cool she teaches you kind of how to like photograph stuff like that mm. but yeah i think uh, there are all incidentally women um but yeah <laughs> no i do i just don't really you watch know, you know something movie. billy if if those are the people that you, that you're inspired by and like to watch then go yeah, for definitely. it you know it doesn't have yeah. to be all males Fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah, enough. but uh, yeah, definitely check them out. Yeah. Who was yours? So, um, well, yeah, we've up. got a shared one at the end. Yes. There's a few more that I've got that I do regularly watch. Um, um, so probably the first one that a lot of people might know, actually, yes. um, if you used to watch Digital Rev TV, yes, no. uh, I like you, that guy. He's you nice will know um, of a guy called Kai. He's straight up, isn't he? Yeah, he's he, very. He, does, he cuts. The, yeah, what's, cuts what's the word? The cuts crap. the mustard. He cuts the crap, doesn't he? Cuts so the if, mustard. If you if you basically want a straight talking camera review, mm. or yeah. you want somebody who takes the latest technology and he'll just go, "So you can do this, and it looks shit." Like you know, like and it's just it's very really, blatant. Yeah. Like people people think of the humble review. I keep yeah. using the word humble because it works. Um, <laughs> now Kai, Kai's like got it's, his own. It's not like that at all. It's yeah. straight. It's almost like a samurai sword kind of cut straight. So Kai's got his own YouTube channel, which is K I K A I space W. Um, is this is like he he left Digital God. Rev. Oh, um, makes sense now. Well, I'm not sure if he left or the. I don't, I'm not sure what happened, but basically, and other stuff. Uh, yeah. Other stuff happened, and um, <laughs> Kai and equally um, somebody who used to do a lot of the filming with as well, which was Locke, mm. uh, and Locke does his own um, YouTube channel as well. But I don't tend to watch Locke anywhere as much to watch Kai. To be fair, so Kai's more your special Kai is very much uh, straight talking. You know, he'll say like, um, "I was going to do this, but I haven't got anything, so I'm going to sell a tape it to I'm this." Also, you know, more, like very more, he's more vocal, even more vocal than he probably was with Revel. Definitely, definitely. Uh, um, just thinking of to be talking about Tommy Ed um, and uh, John Rechinger, Rechinger, who used to do uh, Tenno Buffalo. He he went independent, and I know he's not a photographer, but mm. the the thing that made it good about him was he he became more. St- uh, forward speaking. Yeah, well, they're unrestrained, aren't they? Because when yeah. they're doing it for no a leash. business, it's you know, it's that sort of thing. So yeah, definitely Kai. Um, if anybody's heard of the term Frono's photo, oh. uh, then um, Frono's photo, where he walks around in a t-shirt that says "I shoot raw," uh, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm sure a lot Disneyland? of people have watched. Uh, yeah. So um, Jared Polan is his actual name, um, and he is really good. Like, what's really funny is the fact that he'll have. Um, He's not afraid to backtrack and go, yes, that's right. Uh, two years ago, I did say that the DSLR would never die. I now completely take this back. <laughs> like, you know, like, and he'll be like, he'll just... You've got to you keep know. an eye on those reins, right? Yeah, yeah. and he, he really is honest. good. He is very good. And, um, like he's straight he's talking. Straight talking yeah, yeah, he does a lot of uh, very short sort of, I suppose, like dailies on podcasts as well. So he's not oh, just nice. a YouTuber. He does a lot of podcasts. Um, and my last one... Uh, that I'm going to include, and it's largely because I think what he talks about and the way he presents his videos and the way he films his videos mm. are really 
uh, brilliant, but also moving, and it's Sean Tucker, who's uh, a London-based photographer, I think. I think I've come across um, him through someone else before. Yeah, he does fantastic... Um, and I mentioned it in a previous episode about the fact that he had uh, a, um, a photographer that he spoke to and interviewed about shooting strangers. Yeah. F- photographing yeah. strangers, not shooting. We know, we know, we know uh, what you mean, don't worry. Yeah. So, um, so he does a fantastic interview with her and talks to her, but then talks about like the purpose of taking photos. Um, and it is a really, really uh, brilliant brilliant uh like film to watch to be honest uh so if you've never ever watched any of his stuff um he discusses things like the the law on street photography yeah. and what you can and can't shoot what you're right um he talks through his street photography things so i know there's quite a few people that i personally hang around with in sort of the instagram crowds who love street photography so he he has some really good stuff on that um he, the one he did that really hit hit home with me um, was the Taking Portraits of Strangers, which featured Gabrielle uh, Motala. Uh, it was about four months ago. It's only 25 minutes. It's a really worth a watch. Um, it talks Shit, about... Send us the link in yeah, the so I'll, I'll, I might end up watching We'll that drop it into the show I'm notes. Off the bed tonight. Um, because it is really, really, really good. Um, but he talks about you know things like... Um, it, I, you know, it can be anything from lighting setups and using strobe flash and stuff like that to... Um, Anything like daily photography bag, what's in his bag, yeah. all that sort of stuff. I like so he does a wide range nice. of stuff from documentary based stuff to his current work to everything. And he's he's definitely um he's increased his following um recently. I mean he's he's like I think it's like three hundred and thirty thousand followers. Oh nice. Which nice. you know, let's be honest, he's below one it's still nice. very good. Um he's well for that. And he's not been on that long, you know what I mean? So uh, but he's he's really really good, uh, so I definitely watch him. Now the last one, I was me s- and I was Josh, yeah. Before really bef- like before this. we before we get to her, because I think we'll we'll probably spend a bit more time <coughs> on her probably if we if we're both tag tagging this one in. Um, honorable mention, at least on, just on my part. Um, he's not a f- he's a travel YouTuber, but he does photography while he's there, and he will show you the photos, and you can go and look on Instagram. So I think he qualifies as someone that you could lean into because he does travel stuff, and it's he's inspired me over the years. Fun for Louis. I think he's an all-round okay. genuine guy. Really nice person to watch on on the internet. He will show you taking photos. He uses Sony, so that'll please John. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, e- even his girlfriend, uh, awesome Raya, Raya, was here. Um, she she does some quite... I don't want to use the word innocent because it sounds really rude. Um, but she does... The videos that she does doesn't um, doesn't plagiarise what she's doing. Mm. She she's you can tell she's not taking it for granted she's making every experience realistic and the photos that she takes um kind of parallel so like if you're if you're talking like what you could link together i'd say a youtuber and an instagram you could link them together as content to look at and watch Mm -hmm. so what you've seen on the video is what you get afterwards as well and i and i have to say i've got a lot of respect for those two because um they both have taken long breaks from youtube they've both done a lot of things on the hemisphere um, Fun for Louis, good friends with Peter McKinnon as well, oh, yeah. surprisingly, and he's good friends with Casey Neistat, uh, so Ben lot, Brown. Yeah, so there's um, a lot. There's a lot, a lot of, of um, a lot of YouTubers we probably haven't mentioned who I'm sure uh, that you guys um, either know of or uh, the listeners know of. And there's a few a few that I'll throw out there that I do definitely watch uh, less more so than I have yeah. before. But um, a lot of people that shoot Sony 
will probably <laughs> have looked at uh, Manny Ortiz. He's happy about something. Um, <laughs> Manny Ortiz. Uh, Heard of he's briefly. he's good. He always shoots Diana, his wife. Um, oh, that's nice. And um, he's he's good at demoing how to take photos in certain lighting conditions and stuff. So he's like got that. Yeah, he's got models readily available. Models readily available. I think it's easier to you know, see. Yeah, definitely. So he'll do that. Uh, and the other one that really triggered me down the whole <laughs> mirrorless route in the first place is Jason Lanier photography. Ah. Now, Jason Lanier, so Jason, L-A-N-I-E-R, I think it is. Um, he's uh, an American photographer mm. and he basically showed, uh, I think the thing that really triggered me onto that path was that he shot a wedding yeah. on an APS-C, so a crop sensor, Ooh. Sony mirrorless, the first A6000 that came out uh, about four, four years ago, shot the entire wedding, admittedly with two grand lenses, but <laughs> shot on a very very small camera mm. when it was like polyopinative yeah, everyone else was going like no you must have a kind of my 5d mark IV or you know all those sorts of things oh, but rah, rah. he did it and it was a hit because people were like he's being quite honest now yeah. recently there's been a lot more promotional tie-ups um he yeah. does a lot with rotor light um that's fair which enough. are yeah based down in um, a lot of youtubers studios. are in with you know um <coughs> Frotto as well yeah yeah and it's uh, it's absolutely fine um just be it's, honest about it's just it, that at the moment because i now have the gear i need yeah. i tend to find that if it's another gear review you know i don't always look at it quite the same i get that it's, it's probably part of the reason why p mckinnon's had to vary his content because he did yeah. a lot of gear review for a while yeah yeah and, he, and he's bought his own bag out now so now he it's just he's it's making his own gear you've got to be you're making his own gear you've got to be he's got his own coffee as well yeah i know he's got a, he's, he's crossing <laughs> these he's crossing these different loves as, coffee uh <laughs> you you put the words here actually hemisphere he's crossing different hemispheres like of business well you said the word hemisphere to start with yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you put the word there i was like oh yeah that's that's right that right like then so our final person because we're now at uh one hour 19 minutes oh. on my clock so uh but we've enjoyed know, every minute we have sure. enjoyed every minute but we have to go to bed soon <laughs> <laughs> we definitely do like five children, to eleven at night are. currently five to you eleven you probably wonder why we're all night hours yeah so, um, of nature. so yeah, our last YouTuber that we think probably deserves a mention, and um, Billy, did you, uh, you heard of this? Person? No, oh, so I'll oh, watch rugs and pimples oh on YouTube. I'm, le I'm leaving the floor to you guys. Sarah Dici, Rums with Peachy. Uh -huh. Oh my god, I've heard you talk about this woman like a million times. We have, and the reason she deserves the credit she gets, she's she's to put it quite lightly, she's been doing great content for years, but she got her fame <coughs> in a slight way because of the fact she got into the Adobe uh creative team thing that was going on for a while the initiative or something but she also got her biggest fame from Casey Neistat there's Casey no arguing yeah, about she, that she did a collaboration with Casey and and that video about that how he does it. his vlogs yeah uh, nothing but tech not not um not yeah. photography related but nothing but tech uh, I like that, yeah. she's um a younger yeah. YouTuber, female YouTuber, talks about tech, phones, all, that sort it. of stuff. Absolutely fantastic. She again rose to fame through Casey. So, mm -hmm. you know, somebody that has over 10 million subscribers He's who's, who's really that, yeah. helping publicize other really good creatives. Um, so she's she's fantastic. And um, yeah, Sarah Dietschy, uh rhymes with Peachy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so clicky, isn't it? It though? is. It's brilliant. She's got her own podcast as well, she has. She has. So... I forget uh, what it's called, the Creative uh, Minds or something like that. Creative, the Creative Process thing. <coughs> so it's she, a good podcast. She's at um, over half a million subscribers. Um, she does so many different things. She does that uh, Creative Live. That's what it's called. Yeah, she does uh, gear reviews, reviews. Apple products yeah. for those who like them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Not that many. in a general sense. Um, 
uh, she just she, thinks she's it also, makes sense. It's interesting as well because she edits uh, on and a computer edi- and now, edits yeah. on a on a window on a computer on a Windows PC. It means yeah. I was going to say a yeah. computer yeah. on a normal computer, computer. like uh, a normal eighty-five percent or whatever it is that? of the world. She has a main, I think she has a main gear computer or something like that. Something like that. I can't well, Origin, I can't remember. Yeah, but, but she has she's, a badass setup. Yeah, and she her office is really cool and the peach you know, low yeah, yeah, neon. Yeah, yeah and she she just you can tell we're fanning over a bit. Yeah, she she literally does really do a fantastic job of making varied but really cool content. And she's good friends, not to name drop again, Pino again. <laughs> they're both good they friends. They are. Well, they all, the, the they're creatives all socials, have yeah. very much joined together because they've realised that being creatives and joining forces with each other and making sure that they support each other mm. is better than going to be, I'm oh, yeah, going course, to beat yeah. you. The yeah. philosophy um, behind a lot of the stuff that brings them all together, like, you know, <coughs> the stuff that Casey talks about in these videos, like, obviously, we've spoke about him before and name-dropped him, but you could say he's one to talk about basically because of the fact he's very much in those creative scenes like he knows how to record something he knows how to take a really cool photo mm-hmm. um a, a small really quick mention actually someone that i think is an upcoming guy i mean he's been upcoming for quite a while probably um it might be a bit insulting to say he's still upcoming um a guy called mars bar who's uh Yes, it is Mars, but with a Z uh, bar. He used to do gaming. Uh, he's become a bigger creative on the on the sort of hemisphere. He's up in the. He's got over half a million subscribers. Are you looking him up? Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Mars Blarvox. Mars Blarvox. So a little bit then. <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's he's good friends with the YouTuber Syndicate, which Billy knows. Of course. So um, Ma- Mars Bar, his main channel. He's done some really cool has stuff. Has seven hundred thousand followers. Yeah. And uh, he hasn't uploaded that for a while. He's just vlogging. Mars Bar vlogs has five hundred and thirty-two thousand. But so. the thing is, though, you go to his Instagram account. He, he does vlogs, and the vlogs like show me like going to try and do a new cinemagraph for a company or yep. doing something crazy like that. He's got that vibe that. He probably is probably mimics from people like P- Casey Neistat, Pierre McKinnon, yeah, yeah, those stars there. But them. he's actually he's actually taken what they've done and he's and he's for be- for one for better word made it his own, <laughs> uh, you know. And, yeah. I, and I I applaud it. So if there are any other YouTube channels that you think we've missed out that you think oh, are plenty, abso- I'm sure, yeah. that are absolutely crucial that and we we'll should get to watch some podcast recommendations once we've. Open yeah, that yeah. hemisphere a bit more. Definitely. I totally zoned. Actually, you love the word hemisphere, hemisphere today. Don't you? Does, yeah. Yeah. you do. I totally zoned well, with works. Jessica. It just um, works. With Jessica Whitaker, I totally zoned. Um, yes. She has a Facebook group as well that I wanted ah. to like throw in. Ah, yes. I totally forgot about. Um, I posted it on my Instagram the other day. It's called uh, Build and Bloom by Jessica Whitaker. It's a oh, private group. That's um, nice. So if you just message me, I can try. I can just add you in, or sure, mm. you have to wait for her to add you in. It's all um, about Facebook it's, groups. It's honestly, if I could quit instagram today and just move over to that group i 1000 percent would well really it's a community of photographers john will never find that he's not on facebook (laughs) i'm not on facebook i I mean strictly you're still on facebook when you're on instagram so it's kind of you can't escape it but uh, it is interesting i was having a discussion with this about um with uh some other people and uh i was talking about the fact that the only reason I think Instagram is surviving currently is it's because there's no Facebook. viable alternative. Yeah, definitely. I but if okay, somebody yeah. builds like an app, this are brilliant. If, if, if Google could build an alternative to Instagram where it was high-quality photos, so like how now Twitter is doing high-quality photos in their mm. posts, so full quality. I like, don't you guys think that new Twitter layout looks a lot more clean? Though? I don't do Twitter. I like it. 
Oh, I don't mind Twitter. I like Twitter's it. Right. It's you just like with the Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. I do have Twitter, but I don't Twitter's use it. Twitter's my favourite raging platform. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's my favourite platform to find out the news. I think I with this Facebook, um, Facebook group though, it's like if you're looking to get clients, you're looking to get local work, definitely don't do. But if you are looking for just some recognition and some positive feedback that you I really don't be. get because of the well, just algorithm. I used to be in a lot of um, Facebook photography groups, like Sony Alpha shooters yeah, and all sorts yeah. of stuff like We've that. We've all done it, yeah. And I used to post in, and you do get quite a lot of, that's brilliant, or loads of likes or whatever. It's quite stuff. nice for um, for people to recognise your work and say, oh, mm. what were yeah. the settings of this? And then you get people going, people were asking oh, you haven't put, like, put what camera you've put it on. It just, yeah. it just shows the popularity of these platforms. Like it's just it, a positive group. If you, if, yeah. if, if I was listening to uh, Marquez Bradley's podcast earlier, Waveform, <coughs> and he was saying, because this was behind the scenes of the Smartphone Awards video that he did this year, just mm-hmm. gone, 2019, and one of the thing, uh, one of the things he was talking about was like you know how people have different opinions on things that he's in his videos, and even uh, going as going back to uh, the blind cam- smartphone camera test, uh, where he just took loads of phones, he flew in, he threw in some really odd ones in there, he threw the you know the uh, the Galaxy Fold, and he threw the Flex Pie in there, the raw Flex Pie, the the first f- uh, flexible phone. You know, the, the Josh just uh, checking that the mic's <laughs> I hate me to knock it. <laughs> so, like using the air gestures. He's just doing air gestures. Yeah, and uh, uh, the thing the thing that I liked is that like he he talked about how it, how Twitter and Instagram came together for the votes because Twitter mm-hmm. now allows you to put a photo in the votes, so now it's a bit more easier to like see what you've got and obviously leaning to the higher red stuff that'll work as he That'll said really well. for the next time he does it. Yeah, but the definitely. brilliant bit is he said. Twitter's his main platform, but what he noticed was there was double the amount, if not triple the amount of votes for the photos on Instagram. And that leans into the fact that Instagram is the dominant photo platform. It is, because what happened was Twitter's growth stumbled. Yeah. It didn't continue to grow, and that's why their investors were getting really shirty. They've not been able to make money. They've not gone and made money. They've floated and not worked. It's a shame, because as a platform, I think it works very well. The Mm. downside is... Um, is that at the moment, my biggest gripe, I suppose, really, the two big gripes that I have with the social media that I'm on currently in terms of Instagram is mm. quality of the photos is dire. It needs to get and, better. Uh, crucially, because we're on devices now that have got six-inch screens, you know, and you're, you're using really stretched-out photos mm. at this point, really, because and the res of the screen is so good. not forgetting the fact that we still don't have a, a tablet version of it. Yeah, no tablet version. I mean, they could do so much with a tablet version, but... I don't, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because we're already quite no, late. We're into already the quite late. In. So, <laughs> so to, to to put that to pause on con- and say continued. to conclude that and talk about it soon. Yes, to be soon. To yeah. Continue. So that yeah, concludes uh, our episode fourteen. Uh, we One do that hope we didn't expect it. to go as long. Yeah, so definitely. It was good um, though. I enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed it as well for it listening. It covers a lot of stuff. It does. So we, we felt relaxed, and, and, and I hope you guys found the pace good because obviously you guys like a longer episode as you've told us. Yeah, definitely. So until episode 15, uh, I've been John Willis at JRE Willis. I've been Josh Deakin at Mr. Josh Deakin. And Billy at BFH UK. (laughs) 